Show podcast. Daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. Good day to you all. Show happens in the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. Baldwin Ace Hardware, a beacon of DIY awesomeness in the Northland. Dear Meathead, today, we are in fact two days out from my dad's birthday. And we will gather again, God willing, Saturday the 18th. Birthday actually falls on uh, Friday. That is St. Patrick's Day. So what What a blowout. It's a big weekend of festivities. First of all, Friday at Bosco's Pub. That is the Deer Meathead Celebration Bash. Standing room only. There'll be a line out the door. Uh, They have no idea that I just ordered my dad's birthday party. But who cares? The amount of people that will actually be there who heard me mention this is probably zero. So don't, that's kind of like tongue in cheek. Don't like go there and expect to sit, but I will be there. So if you want to try the new Reuben sandwich, perfect for St. Patrick's day with the corned beef, that is a great opportunity, but it's going to be a blowout. I'm not even kidding. These uh, these super white Hudsonville maniacs, they love to drink. Where I live used to be virtually like a dry area. Kind of. I think it was. I don't know. It wasn't that long ago that there, there was all sorts of... Stu- no, it was... Uh, and you couldn't have a bar. When I moved here, it was... Um, you couldn't go to a restaurant and get a drink. And then that changed finally. You know, I like how um, the business community was able to change. You know, uh, people like, oh my God, we are super pious here. So no alcohol, no sin. All right, you can have alcohol. But now we're going to go extra hard in judging you people who want to put your ding dongs in a butt. That's what we're going to do. Holy crap. So the place is going to be just busting out of the seams with uh, it's hypocrite night is what it is. I'll be there as the, okay. Now listen, typically like on Tuesday, I was the number one. I was the number one kitchen assistant. It was Doug and then me, but now I'll be kitchen assistant assistant. I'll be the assistant to the kitchen assistant. I'll be in charge of toothpicks and buns. And I want to see you. So when you go there and you get your Reuben sandwich, which is, I don't know if that's the best thing for a Friday. You know, you, I think you got to get during Lent, you got to go with some type of chicken or a fish deal, but I don't think there's any fish on the menu. So fuck it. Anyway, Whatever you order, say, uh, yeah, and I need Eric Zane to come see me. And I'll be just like Rocky Balboa uh, visiting the people who are coming to the restaurant Adrian's in that one movie that no one saw. The one when he beats up um, uh, the black guy. Not Apollo Creed. He's dead. Wasn't Yeah, that was the movie where like ESPN watches a video game simulation 
and Rocky beats whoever the guy is. I don't know. Stupid. I actually like that movie, though. That was Hurtin' Bomb's movie. A little bit of an odd scenario as the garage is busted again. Now, I've been trying to get this um, local company that services and installs garage door openers and garage doors to be a sponsor. I'm still working on that. But it can't happen soon enough because the stupid thing keeps breaking. The damn thing. For a while, it would uh, it wasn't operating appropriately. Now it's do it, okay. He comes here, give him a hundred bucks, he fixes it, and now there's something else wrong with it. And the guy said to me, he "Goes, I think you're going to need a new one before too long." And I think that time is now. Shit. So you go to close the damn thing, and then it comes all the way down, and then it immediately goes up, and then it it won't it won't stop. It's like you gotta. So I had to. Not everybody knows this, but you got to pull on that rope there. And that disengages it. Some people don't actually know that. They think that that rope is there for just like decoration. But that gets you out of the garage. That makes it so it disengages with that uh, thing that tracks it along on the chain or whatever. And you can open it up manually. So that's me today. Queen of the forest. This is not a pinched nerve. In her uh, gluteal area. We went to the docks yesterday. Um, she couldn't even move. Uh, how did he describe it? Um, he recommended like anti-inflammatory medicine and muscle relaxer. And then when it calms down, um, you know, just uh, stretch it and get some exercise. This is not a nerve though. This were a pinched sciatic nerve, it would be much, much worse, I'm told. But he does not suspect that that is the problem. And if push comes to shove, shove, she will get uh, physical therapy. Not sure how it all happened. Bottom line is she's got to get more exercise. And uh, I've tried to tell her that. And for some reason, I'm the default. Yeah, you got to help me. And I'm like, yeah, yes, um, of course, of course. Uh, but I mean, there, there's a guy, I mean, I can't uh, take you to the gym or I can't, I can't push you outside. I mean, you have to kind of take the lead on this. I don't like to, I don't like to make it so that I'm like in charge, like a boss, because then at some point she's going to get sick of it. And then I'll suggest she goes out and takes a walk. And I'm not wanting her to go, like, you know, do an Ironman triathlon. I mean, it's that simple. Let's go take a walk. So in order to do this, I'm going to have to really um, make this a fun adventure for her. So this is the only way that this is going to work. I have to work into every day. That we go for a walk together like old people do. You know? You ever go for a walk? And like, uh, you know, like where I live, there's this nice little uh, set of trails you can walk on. It's beautiful. And then you'll be walking along and you see a couple that's really old and they're holding hands. And you're like, oh my God, 
That is love. Look at them. They're just, they're, that is so cute. I just love them so much. That is a bond. That's us. Now that's us. Okay. We're madly in love. So, you know, we have to go out on these walks now so that she can, this, when you get my age, that's the type of exercise you need is a gentle stroll an amble just to get the blood flowing a little bit. So we got to work that. And as soon as she feels better, that'll be a regular part of the day. Hopefully we'll keep it up. We actually did do that for a long period of time. And then I don't know why the fuck we stopped. I think um, eventually we were walking and then we started to like jog a little. And I think that became too much work for both of us. I don't know. Dear Meathead with Dad. Coming up in uh, 47 minutes. If you have a question, send it along. Eric at EricZaneShow.com for the big birthday extravaganza coming up for dad on Saturday. 89 years old, God willing. I always say that you never know. You never know. I'd be lying if I said that when the phone rings, I'm like, uh, I'm completely calm. If it's someone who's uh, from over on that side of the state who'd get the news before I did that something bad has happened, I'm always like, oh, fuck. And I pick it up I'm like, what? What is it? It's fine. The stupid tournament play-in games began today. Another way for the NCAA to make more money. One of these dumb schools uh, kind of qualified and they play a play-in game to take on the number one seed. Like Alabama, in their first game, they take on a school. It's either Texas A&M or CC, so Catholic Central. And I think the play-in game was like last night. It doesn't matter. You can still get your bracket done. Even though, technically, the tournament has started. This is the Eric Zane Show podcast fantasy uh, tournament challenge. If you win this, the prize has been up to $300 million. I shouldn't say win it. That's not correct. If you have a, a perfect bracket, you win $300 million. Compliments of Stu McAllister. This is what mine looks like. First of all, all you need to know is that the Nash, the final four is Alabama, Marquette, Houston, and Texas. With the final game between Alabama and Houston, that Alabama is going to win 56 to 53. Why, Eric Zane? Why? Because they have a player who's so good on that team that he can actually help murder a girl and he's still allowed to play. That's how good he is. So if you have a guy 
who can assist you, assist someone in open murder, like shot full of lead, execution. And it's cool. That means that he must be better than LeBron James and Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant combined. Whoever that guy is, I forget it doesn't matter. We're going to have a lot of Alabamas as the national champion in our bracket. And if you look at a bracket and they don't have Alabama as a national champion, they're wrong because of a key player who, if you know, like if I decided today that I wanted to stab the queen of the forest in the neck and I called this guy and I said, Hey, I need a Bowie knife. And he would bring it over and say this, and he'd show me how to use it. And I'd record all that footage and then make it public. And then i kill my wife, and then that uh, information goes public. This guy, no charges. He's innocent. That actually happened. The star player from Alabama, he had a friend call him up and say, hey, we need a gun here to kill this chick. And he said, hang on, I'll bring it over. And he did. He brought it over. They took the gun. They shot her. She's dead. And then they said, well, that's no, that's no problem. We don't have a problem with that. Because you are great at basketball. That, that did happen. That's happening right now. This is not an old story. This is a new, this has been around for a few weeks. Doesn't matter if it happened today. Doesn't matter if he actually pulled the trigger. We all know that if you're excellent at sports, you don't have to worry about anything bad happening to you most times. So Alabama will win the national championship and the tie-breaking score, if it comes down to this, will be 56-53, to Alabama over Houston. Close game. Alabama will win. Congratulations to them. Some other high points. Michigan State will win their obligatory one game and then they will lose to Marquette. This is another way that we can look at Tom Izzo's mediocre career and say, oh my God, he's great. And this is his 25th straight tournament. That in itself, well... It is what it is. Uh, who cares? If you are there 25 times, you should have, you know, like 24 national championships. That would make you a great coach. But to get there 25 times in a row, I mean, who cares? I mean, that's like the, you know, all the Red Wings fans used to make a big deal because uh, they had been to the playoffs, like, uh, I don't know how many, how many years in a row. And now they haven't made it in years since. So no one gives a shit about that. If I had to choose between Tom Izzo, Rick Pitino, Mike Krzyzewski, uh, who's that fucker? Uh, Roy Williams. Bobby Knight. Bobby Knight's better than all of them. Bobby Knight should be coaching right now. The only reason why Bobby Knight is not coaching these days 
is because the world changed. If the world hadn't changed, Knight would still be a coach now. I think he's 100 years old. But he used to beat his players. I mean, he used to like like choke them. He threw a chair at one kid or something like that. Or I don't know, he dropped a bowling ball on his head. I think his kid was on the team and I think he beat his kid's ass. And then the players and the parents loved him. Like the best thing that could happen if you were um, a parent of a young lady and the young lady happened to date one of Bobby Knight's basketball players, those players were like very polite and respectful to the young lady and the young lady's parents. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. She'll be in by uh, 9 p.m. He doesn't do anything more than hold her hand until, like, they get married. This is because Bob Knight would beat the fuck out of all of his players. There's footage that you can see if you search Bob Knight halftime. That with the clock winding down in the first half in any game that Indiana was losing, he'd be like punching his fist into his open hand. And the players were like, oh, fuck. And then, you know, it would be all of the team huddling in a corner while Bob Knight came in and proceeded to beat the shit out of all of them. They would take the court. They're bleeding, busted noses, black eyes. Uh, a couple of times a guy took the court after halftime, missing limbs, uh, missing a leg, still able to perform. It's because Bob Knight did that. And these went on to be like CEOs of banks and companies and, you know, uh, community leaders, presidents, all Indiana basketball. That's why they made that movie Hoosiers, you know. All those people that played for those teams, Indiana, growing up, the Cagers, Hoops Heaven, go on to be prominent individuals because that was the thing. You go to Indiana, you beat the shit out of these kids, and they become wonderful people. That's what these young people need. Tom Izzo doesn't do that. He just yells. He just yells, and his voice is all... But he doesn't actually brutalize the players. Until Tom Izzo works works it into his game to be more like Bobby Knight, Michigan State is just going to continue to qualify for the tournament and then, you know, maybe make it to the second round. Uh, All those coaches I mentioned, Patino... uh, What's, what's the guy's name? I already forgot. Roy Williams, Mike Krzyzewski. They would all um, stab and beat their pistol whip their players. One of the all-time greats was John Thompson. He didn't need any weaponry. He was a seven-foot coach for Georgetown. And he used to coach with a towel over his shoulder. That is because uh, he would work up a sweat when he was bashing the players' brains in at halftime. So that's why he would keep this towel. Jerry Tarkanian, 
He did not abuse his players. He would pay them. So if you're not going to pay them, you must abuse them. All right. Maureen says, Tom Izzo is loved by all. Yes, that's because, um, you know, did you ever have that scenario when, um, uh, like, someone gets abused and then they're, uh, I think it's called Stockholm Syndrome? That's what that is. That's what's going on there. But he needs to up his game if he wants to win a national championship. I see Kuiper is mentioning... Kuypers is mentioning Rick Pitino with hookers for new recruits. Yes, that's true. It's another great tactic. I love that. All things you need to do to win a national championship. Izzo does not have what it takes. So some criminal coach is going to lead his team to victory. And in my opinion, this year, it's Alabama. Alabama. They will win. Go ahead, fill out your bracket. You could win $300 million. Speaking of basketball, the season, the home season finale yesterday for the Grand Rapids Gold. And I got to say, the last third of the season, they started to pick up the pace in victories, terms of victories. Um, They did less playing like shit. And, uh, the fans were starting to come out. I'm really excited about the next year. I want it to start now because the team was playing well. They they won last night their uh, home finale. They have a few more games on the road. Um, I love those games. That that is uh, that is great fun. You got to make sure that uh, you know what's interesting is you can buy season tickets for them, and uh, it's still dirt cheap. You can get a season ticket package where it's eight bucks a ticket uh, per game. I think they play like 25, 26 home games, something like that a year. So uh, very, very cool. The ref was this little pipsqueak. I forget his name. And God, man, he, he kept fucking shit up. There was one point when he called a foul on our guy, Jack White, out of Duke. Yeah, his name's the same as the dude from... Uh, uh, the white stripes, Jet won't Jack White, but this guy is uh, like six foot eight, and he's from Australia. Uh, Jack White got uh, he fell and he lands out of bounds and he landed awkwardly and he's laying there recovering. Oh God, I can't believe it! I just fucking wiped out, and uh, he wasn't anywhere near the play. And this little ref, this pipsqueak, calls a foul on him. Now there was a foul, but he didn't commit it. He called it on the wrong guy. Jack White said, I'm over here laying on the ground. How the fuck did I do it? Another time, one of our guys, uh, Marcus Burke, um, was defending, and uh, the dude from their team uh, pushed off with his arm and hit him right, bashed him right in the face, and his nose went flying, you know, like really fucked him up. And uh, they called a foul on his nose. This little shit called the foul on our guy's nose. Actually, couldn't believe it. You know, he got hit. And then twice, this little fucker, he calls a foul on number 32 or 23 for their team. And I know it because it was the same guy each time. Calls a foul. 
I announce the foul. We shoot the foul shots. They run. The game resumes. And he forgets. He thinks that it was on. He goes, He run, as he's running down the court to cover the play, he, as he's running by, he goes, hey, who was that foul on? And he's now past the scorer's table. And I go, 23. Now, he's the fucker that called it. So he calls the foul on 23. It's like me when I forget a name, you know? And I announce it. I go, he, and he goes, who, who did I call that on? I like, 23. Same thing later on. He calls the foul on 23. I announce it. He comes walking back. He goes, who did I call that foul on? And I'm like, are you kidding me? You just did it. I just announced it. 23. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Brutal. We ended up winning, though. I was happy. Crowd, uh, crowds are improving. They're getting bigger, you know? Dare I say respectable. We drew um, over 80,000 fans. What does that work out to? Let's just say... Oh, hold on a second. NBA G League season. How long is an NBA G League season? I don't know why I need to know this now. I think it's 52. So I'll just say 26 games. And I'll say 81,000 fans. Okay, that's an average of 3115. That's much higher average than what we had at the Delta Plex. Now, the barn holds, I think right now, because the end seats are covered up, I'll bet you a sellout for Grand Rapids now would be about 6000 maybe 7000 So, I mean, we used to average, when we would do attendance counts at the Delta Plex, you just look up, and then three seconds later, you got the number. It was that bad. Oh, my God. Much better this year. I'm excited for them. I'm really, really happy. It's awesome. Great fun. I love those games. I don't watch a single minute of NBA basketball. And I don't really pay attention to the... Well, I pay attention to how our team's doing. But just going there is a fun event. People have a great time there. Um, seats are cheap. I would say the beer is cheap, but it's not. Thursdays, it's cheap. $2 beers. So, what the hell? Okay. For you folks on uh, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, I am going to kick you out. All right? Follow the show, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. I would appreciate that very much. That way, you can get the show... Um, in its entirety without any interruption. So if you're uh, following on Facebook, Twitter, or YouTube, thank you. That's at Eric Zane Show on Twitter, facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page, Eric Zane Show on YouTube. But if you want the full show, it's twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Or download the Twitch app and search Eric Zane Live. The audio podcast is available wherever you download shows. Uh, that could be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, whatever it is. If you have the opportunity to subscribe, please do that. Rate and review it if you can. 
and thank you. Email me whenever you have a question or a comment or a concern. Eric at EricZaneShow.com on the Shoreliners Striping Inbox. Okay. I appreciate you very much. But I'm now going to kick you up. Facebook and Twitch brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT. Okay. It's award time. The Juno Awards. That's a Canadian thing, right? All right, the Juno Awards going on. I don't know what the fuck it is. I've heard about it, but I couldn't tell you what it is. I think the Juno Awards is if you're if you're Canadian and you do something great, you get an award for it. So the first award goes to Aguila Fleur cut his lawn. Here you go. Second award, uh, fucking Ty Domi. He, uh, you know, I guess I'm just stuck with hockey players. Nickelback. Uh, Avril Lavigne, she's Canadian. She was on stage. Her latest album, Love Sucks, earned her her fourth fan-voted fan choice awards. But she was also uh, awarding an award, giving out an award. So she's on the stage, talking to the microphone, and then some asshole comes on stage to uh, protest That uh, there's some farmland, forest, and wetland in Canada that the Canadians are realizing uh, that there's value to it, so they're going to sell it. I don't understand what people are thinking when it comes to property. If you buy property, if someone owns the property, eventually Mother Nature is going to be the landlord. Typically, she beautifies it with a bunch of green shit. And then creatures go and they move in. Those are the tenants. Now you go wander through there and you can hear the tenants chirping and singing and doing bug and insect and animal things. And then that's it. You know, you do anything more with that land, even though you own it. People are going to get pissed off because like, oh, no, you're going to get terrible. It's bad for the reason. It's like, well, what the fuck? What do you think I was going to do? It's like when I was talking about the Patreon about yesterday on yesterday's show, United States purchased Alaska in 1867 for $7.2 million. That's less than two cents an acre from Russia. And now... 25% of the United States oil comes from Alaska. And 50% of the seafood comes from the waters around Alaska. We use that shit. Canadians are figuring that out. And uh, there's a development deal in Ontario in the uh, Greenbelt region. Canadians are like, all right, fuck it. Let's make some money problem is that is farmlands forests and wetlands so the hippies they want to stop that so what do you do you get on stage 
and you show your titties. This chick jumps on stage, Avril Lavigne, just there trying to announce her award, and this chick with huge cans comes out. And then you got to write shit on your back. It says, uh, stop something, something now, save the green belt. This is a wonderful, wonderful thing. I did not know about Canada's green belt. I know now because this chick and these people know what to do. All you got to do is show your titties and the world is going to take notice. Now here she is. Look at, she says, land back, stop them. And there's all sorts of shit on her. And she's super cute, super cute hippie. You know, they put the emojis over her titties. There's Avril. She's like, come on, man. I give these hippies credit. This is what you need to do. I didn't even know the Juno Awards were going on. I didn't even know Avril Levine was still alive. But now she's alive and on stage with this chick with huge titties. Let's go to the video. I think you might actually be able to see some tit here. Audio check, video check. I got to make sure I do this right because I had a horrible time yesterday. Now here in the U.S., this is what happens to these hippies. If they show up on stage and glue their hand to the floor or whatever, or show their titties, they're killed. In Canada, it's a little bit more subdued there. So Avril, one of the famous Canadians, is on stage. It's going to be hard to hear. So I better boost the audio as much as I can for you. In the audio podcast, I will uh, increase it so that you can hear it more. Because she actually addresses this hippie, which is kind of cool. Hip-hop and pop records fused with his Punjabi roots. Okay, she's talking about Punjabi roots. I don't know what that is. We saw a little side tit, and then the camera zooms in so you can't see the hippie. Based in Victoria, B.C., his music has gained a worldwide audience. Was sold out. Okay, now they're going to the faraway camera shot. Now you notice the big-tittied hippie is just standing up there with her and no one's, no one's doing anything because this is Canada. They're like, yeah, okay, no big deal, you know? That shows in this shadow here, this is the security guard. He's the one black person in the whole venue. Now, he's cautiously going up the steps. He's going to carefully remove her, but not... He's going to wait until Avril says something. Canada, the U.S., get the fuck off. <laughs> get the fuck off, bitch. Avril Levine, get the fuck off. Get the fuck off, bitch. <laughs> She takes a bow. Big titty bitch takes a bow. 
And then security dude politely escorts her off. The U.S. Get the fuck off. <laughs> Get the fuck off, bitch. <laughs> she curtsies, big tit, uh, curtsies, and she's off. He has sold out shows. Picks up her. That's it. Hip hop. How great is that? And then the uh, security guard, he's probably like, yeah, have a, have a nice night, ma'am. No big deal. <laughs> Chris writes, I'm so sorry. Please leave, eh? Oh, my God. Uh, Kenny says, Gunner's stupid fucking hippie song. Where is it? I don't have it right in front of me. At least I don't think. I got to load that back in here. Incredible. Unbelievable moment. Get the fuck off. Get the fuck off, bitch. I love that. That worked out on many levels. Now in the U.S., she would never be seen again. That brings us to our next topic. My beautiful Ottawa County. Um, as you know, where I live, near where I live is Jamestown. This is the place that the local library had a couple of books talking about vag slime and uh, a how to be a lesbian book. And the locals went crazy and they uh, banned the, the library. They shut it down. They, they voted and said, we're no longer giving you money. Get out, queers. I'm pretty sure Jamestown is in Ottawa County. Yes, of course it is. I wanted to make sure because this rant wouldn't make sense. Now, if you look at this um, Reddit thread, there's a forum on Reddit, a subreddit called uh, Jamestown Conservatives. This one, look at, you can see, and I'll read it. Let's work to shut all public libraries down. We pay for school K-12 and colleges and universities. There's libraries there. Why are county libraries funded by the taxpayers in competition with, you know, private bookstores? We need less government more business when the people prosper the state prospers so i guess the idea is you know if you want to go uh check out a book at your local library which is uh something nice to go you know read and you can uh, check out a book if i wanted to go check out a book i go to the library it's 
something nice that we have. This is this falls into the category. This is why we don't have nice things. Someone quietly says, uh, last I checked, K-12 libraries. I mean, that's for the schools. What about us? I guess screw the poor people. That's a real gross take. I so I hope someone else, someone that pointed that out in the comments. That's a that's a wonderful, wonderful microcosm of where I live. We don't need libraries. Say no to all libraries in Ottawa County. If you think I'm lying when I say I live in the center of the stupidest county in America. Exhibit A. My God. Drew writes, poor people can't read. There's more on this. Because yesterday they had one of those five-hour Ottawa County meetings that start at 9 a.m. Now, uh, the big thing that's going on in this is, um, okay, uh, the last we heard, the, uh, the day before, we were talking about the one dude who was endorsed, uh, Roger uh, Bergman. Um, I take it back. There was another gentleman who we talked about yesterday. His name was Jacob Bonema, who was put into the role of an Ottawa County Commissioner because he was backed by the Political Action Committee Ottawa Impact. He has since said, I can no longer be associated with them. Um, I feel like they're not holding up their end of the bargain. And now I'm, I'm now breaking ties with them. He's still a commissioner, but the rest of these fuckers, they have a majority and uh, they do what they want. They were elected fairly, but they're fucking lunatics. And one of the things they did was um, they uh, fired the county administrator. They cu- uh, fired the health director, which that has backfired on them because now that may be illegal. She's filed suit for unlawful termination. They wanted to replace her with a guy who runs an HVAC business. And they like him because he's a fucking anti-vaxxer and anti-masker and hates social distancing. That's why they made him the health director. Uh, Gibbs was the one who was running for political office in Kent County, Michigan, as the Republican was backed by Trump, got his ass kicked. That seat is now held by a Democrat in Congress, the United States Congress for the first time in like 50 years. He doesn't even live in Ottawa County. He lives in Kent County and they made him the new, uh, County administrator in appointed position. He's also like the only black guy in Ottawa County. And the first thing they did, they said, welcome, John Gibbs. You're a black guy. And then they said, the second thing we're going to do is we're going to wipe out the office of uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion. Welcome, John Gibbs, local black. No more diversity, equity, and inclusion. And he's like, yeah, fuck the black people. I don't know how the fuck that is even possible. Then they changed the uh, county slogan from uh, where you belong We no longer want to say where you belong. 
The new thing we're saying is uh, the British are coming or Patriots live here or some shit. I think it's actually where freedom rings. So all these things have happened. They run their meetings all fucked up. They change things abruptly. There's no transparency. That's what let, uh, led uh, Jacob Bonham out of saying, fuck these guys. Now, um, the one county black man, uh, Gibbs, who doesn't live there, he said, I need a uh, assistant, some loser who makes $37,000 a year. I want you to pay that person to be my right hand. And this dude, Bonama, this guy who said, fuck you guys, I'm breaking rank. He's like, what the fuck? We hired, we had no problem with the last guy. You weren't, why do we got to pay you, give more money to you? Now, I don't know if it's in here, but a little bird told me that Gibbs said, we got the money. We just wiped out the office of diversity, equity, and inclusion, which is remarkable. That's only a rumor. But anyway, this is the latest from these fuck faces where I live. Audio check, video check. Here we go. Ottawa County, where county commissioners were once again at odds during today's board meeting. Ottawa Impact-backed members created a new position to help the county administrator and remove the lone Democratic commissioner from one of his committees. News 8's Byron Tollefson was at the meeting and has more on the new round of changes. You know what? Today, Let me back that up. It's five-hour-long meeting. County commissioners were once again at odds during today's board meeting. Ottawa Impact-backed members created a new position to help the county administrator and remove the lone Democratic commissioner from... This guy with uh, uh, silver, hair, silver, silver hair and the blue, the, the dark top... Uh, dark sweater that's what they're saying he was on another um like board or whatever and they removed him committees committee it's byron tollefson was at the meeting and has more on the new the only democrat they took him off a committee round of changes today's five hour long meeting was the first since a republican commissioner left ottawa impact the very group he campaigned with and the distance put between him and that's bonama jacob bonama and his old group was clear we were told that you're overqualified. I never said that. Okay, that's Gibbs when they're announcing that he wants an assistant. Gibbs with that unbelievable uh, fat roll on the back of his neck. That is impressive. I think that's where all of his uh, uh, white people powers are stored. Bonama says, we were told you're overqualified. Why should you need an assistant? Here's Joe Moss who looks like a human version of a used condom and a hot silver-haired chick. We were told that you were overqualified. So first of all, I never said that about myself, so um, I would recommend that you respectfully could ask those people who said that. A day after announcing his... I would say, well, are you overqualified? Are you, are you now underqualified? Is that why you need the help? You're underqualified? We were paying the last motherfucker what we're paying you, and he got it all done, dickface. Decision to leave Ottawa Impact. Republican Commissioner Jacob Bonema went head-to-head with County Administrator John Gibbs. Bonema, one of multiple commissioners speaking out against Gibbs's request to approve an additional $37,000 for his vacant assistant position. So I'd ask you to do the job that you accepted to do. 
Gibbs wants to upgrade his executive assistant position to senior executive aide, saying it's necessary to help him handle the increased workload that comes. I should apply. Can you imagine if I got the job? With a split board that passed by a narrow six to five vote with the remaining. By the way, um, let me let me back this up here real quick. With the remaining necessary to help him handle the increased work. I think he's got um. If you look at the back of Gibbs's neck, where his white people powers are stored in that roll of neck fat, uh, th there's an extra bump here that looks to be a problem, and then th he should get these checked out. I mean, this is starting to look very, very suspect on the back of John Gibbs' neck. Workload that comes with a split board that passed by a narrow six to five vote, with the remaining Ottawa Impact members pushing it through, like Gretchen Cosby. He is a new county administrator. We have needs. He okay, she's an Ottawa Impact bitch, and she actually speaks very well here she makes a lot of good sense but it's all it's it's all smoke and mirrors he has you know knowledge kind of a knowledge gap there um and he's got a different model in mind as far as like how we're going to support the different departments of the county democrat doug zylstra was among the five who voted no saying it wasn't necessary for the old county administrator i don't think it's warranted um there's a lot of question marks about what that person is going to be doing. I think we had an administrative assistant, you know, who did a great job. Zylstra, along with two others, were also booted off the Housing Commission today. Chairman and Ottawa Impact co-founder Joe Moss led the effort to replace Zylstra with John Gibbs, as well as... So now, that Housing Commission, that's where uh, the, the Democrat there was on, and they, they kicked him off, and they put Gibbs in his place. And Gibbs is an administrator. He's not a commissioner. And Marcusy, the owner of Marcusy Construction, and real estate agent Jared Skydema. Okay, so they put construction guy, real estate guy, who are friends of used condom moss, and uh, and and then the local black onto the county, uh, onto the housing uh, committee. It passed by an eight to three vote. I've been really excited about you know the progress of the commission and you know the possibility it has for doing good work in the county, right? What a pussy. This guy just got kicked off, okay? And he says he's really excited about what's going on. He just got kicked off the fucking thing, and he's saying he's excited about the new commission. Bullshit, dude. You should be fucking flipping chairs. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm disappointed that won't be able to serve the Ottawa County residents. We did win. Jesus, get, the, get that fucking weak kneed dick out of there. And Joe won his seat as chair. He has the opportunity now to place people in it that he chooses. Well, nothing personal where Doug's concerned at all. It's just giving Joe an He's a huge pussy. That's a problem with Zylstra. Opportunity to have the people on the, commi the commission that he wants. Incumbent. So that's what she's saying right there. Joe won fair and square, Moss. So he can do whatever the fuck he wants. And she's right. Republican Roger Bergman, who has never been affiliated with Ottawa Impact, blasted the move, calling it political. So we are changing the makeup of the board to make it more political. Is that correct? No. That's what uh, it sounds like to me. Meanwhile, Cosby asked the community to give the new board some time, adding that she wants to make sure everyone is well served. See the steps that we're taking, and it takes 12 to 18 months for any change to really you know, be felt. In oh, no, it's felt right now. In the community or in any sense, right? So no, in this sense, the negative one, it's felt already. Just give us time. You know, my motivation is not to be, quote, part of a voting block of Ottawa impact. That is a lie. 
My motivation is to serve the people here. That is another lie. In Ottawa County. The next Housing Commission meeting is on April 6th, so we'll be following what happens there. As for Gibbs's new senior executive aide position, when asked, he said he doesn't have anyone in mind for that role. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. In West Olive, Byron Tollefson, News 8. I guarantee he's got somebody in mind. It's going to be like Trump. Donald Trump will be the new assistant. Good God. I love how Aram has a vested interest in this. I It, it makes me happy that it, it's become important to him. He doesn't even live here. It's fucking fantastic, is it not? What a ridiculous set of circumstances here. And he liked the crack about John Gibbs stores his extra white people powers in his role of neck fat. <laughs> John Gibbs, a.k.a. Clayton Bigsby, the character from Chappelle, the blind black white supremacist. Mm. Now, um, Aram says they're ruining the county. You know, it was pretty fucked up to begin with. This is more entertaining, okay? This is only going to go so far. Uh, I'm actually very happy that this is going on because it allows me the... uh, it's providing me content, frankly. I mean, uh, th- this is a, this is drama. This is a story arc. It's fantastic. Ultimately, it's going to work out. It'll all work out. No big deal. All right. Dad in a moment. Uh, Don't forget about me on Patreon. If you like the content on the free podcast, please consider joining uh, my Patreon for ad-free listener-supported Patreon. I am dependent on you. I I, I love the fact that there are people that like the extra content. If this is something you're thinking, you know what? I'm going to support. Please uh, do it on Patreon. That is actual dollars and cents. That uh, helps keep the lights on. Thank you. Um, but, you know, with that, you're getting hours and hours of extra content each week. Now, five bucks a month for the audio, 10 bucks a month for the audio, video, and live streams, or convert it to a yearly, and I'll take 10% off. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Thank you to Jenison Pool and Spa Depot. This free podcast is powered by the sponsors, of course. If you're considering or you've always wanted an in-ground pool in your backyard, think about Jenison Pool and Spa Depot. They can get going like right now. Reach out for your complimentary in-store consultation, 616-457-0500. There, you'll sit down with Jeremy out the door. He's the man behind Jenison Pool and Spa Depot, and he's going to tell you how it's going to work as he installs your uh, vinyl lined or your fiberglass in-ground pool, beautiful concrete work around the decking. Oh, my God. And then get ready to have 
So much fun this summer as your home becomes the oasis for everyone you know. 616-457-0500. That's 616-457-0500. They also have an unbelievable selection of uh, in-store hot tubs. It's like a a freaking hot tub show. You walk in there, there's so many of them. The largest selection in all of West Michigan. They also service hot tubs and pools. And they have a complete selection of anything you need for equipment and um, chemicals and things like that. So if anything goes wrong with your hot tub or your pool, they can help you and they, uh, your full supply there. Jenison Pool and Spa Depot on Chicago Drive on the south side of the street. That's the eastbound side, uh, going eastbound on the south side of the street between 8th and 12th. Blue awning, can't miss it. Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. That's where I want you to go to get all of your flooring when you're installing flooring in your home. Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. If you are in West Michigan, uh, just outside of downtown Granville, also on Chicago Drive, on the north side of the street, behind Little Caesars, march into the discount outlet, ugly beige building, small red sign, Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet, the lowest price for flooring in the entire state of Michigan. That is proven. And on top of that, you can save an additional 10% when you say my name. So there you go. They have a vast selection for you to check out. Just show up with a vehicle to bring it home. You're going to leave with flooring. Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. Of course, tax time going on. You got about half a month. Reach out to TAG Accounting, 616-301-9516. That's 616-301-9516 for TAG Accounting. Hang on. This is a, uh, this guy goes from uh, about 7 a.m. till about 10 p.m. up until the tax deadline. Get your taxes done by certified public accountant, CPA, Troy Ginzer. The Tax Hobbit, Tag Accounting, 616-301-9516. From anywhere in the listening audience, doesn't matter where, he can do your return. If you're in Washington State, if you're in Washington, D.C., if you're in New York State, if you're in Florida, if you're in Texas, doesn't matter. Wherever you're listening, call Troy. You're going to upload your material, documents, things like that to him. He's going to do your taxes. The next thing you know, the money's in your bank. You've done it. 616-301-9516. Christina will pick up the phone and say, Eric Zane sent me. Please help me. Dear Meathead brought to you by Baldwin Ace Hardware. Hello. Dad, how are you? Good morning. I'm doing well. How about yourself, son? Oh, fantastic. Happy uh, happy Wednesday to you. Thank you. Uh, before we start anything, I want to thank a fan of a man of mine named Sarah. Sent me a beautiful, beautiful card. Wishing me a... Funny card. Good, it was a funny card. Yeah? Wishing me well and all. I really am grateful to her. What is it? Thank you so much, Sarah. Can you, can you, can you read the card to us? 
Uh, I don't have it right here at hand. Hold on a minute. Joanne says she can get it. Yeah. So how's it going? Oh, it's it's one. She's going to get the call. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, yes. Uh, that's that's very great. Uh, Sarah is one of the sweetest people on the planet, uh, and and you know she just oh, like it is awesome, awesome. Thank you, Sarah. She just like everybody here. Just they 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 just adore you guys. Oh my God, I am so elated. That is something else. Well, here here's the card. She's uh-huh. gonna read it to you. Okay. Well, I'm, I'll just read the nice note she wrote in it. It's yeah. a funny card. It's cute. But yeah. It says, thank you for all your fantastic advice. Enjoy you and Joanne so much. Oh. I met you at Jackie's wedding. <laughs> oh, my God. I remember God. meeting her, so. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we, yeah. We really appreciate her thoughtfulness. Oh, that is so sweet. All and right. I got a big laugh out of that card. I wish I could find one. I, I got a million people I could send it to at our age. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's something. Okay, good deal. Okay, honey, yeah, here's did. Okay. How's it going for you, son? Oh, it's great. It's a nice sunny day, Dad, and uh, it's oh, beautiful. You know, I mean, here we are on the fifteenth of March. Um, you know, eighty-nine years ago, your mother was was very very pregnant. <laughs> oh, bless her! Uh, she was a sweetheart. Wow. And then she was probably, you know, screaming at grandpa, who was probably busy throwing Uncle Garo in the river. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, I can you imagine what it was like having a baby 89 years ago? I mean, I wonder if grandma had you at a hospital or at home. I don't know. I really don't know. I don't have a clue. Yeah, because that was it. Was a little different then, and and uh, it wasn't like Grandma was made out of money. I don't even remember where I was born. Oh well, I mean, you wouldn't. I mean, you were one day. I mean, nobody ever told me anything oh, yeah. about. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, obviously, I wouldn't remember. Right. But. Right. Uh, yeah, so you no, no one ever said, hey, boy, you know, Grandma never sat you down and told you the story about the day you were born? No, nothing. Man, that was, uh, that was a different time because, you know, I mean, like you, uh, you have uh, plenty of memories of when I was born and you told me that. And, and Joanne told her, her lovely daughters the same stories about the day they were born. Everybody has yeah, this. Yeah, we remember your birthday. Yeah. Yeah. But nobody told me about my birthday because nobody was. We didn't even have any telephones or uh, any pictures or nothing. No way. That was a different time, you know? I mean, it's really strange to think about. Sure. Sure. Um, okay, so you celebrate a birthday, 89 on Friday, and your younger sister turns 82 on Friday. Yes. Same date. Yes. I mean, Grandma. You know, if you think about it, she had you, and then seven years later, she had your sister. At the same time, she's probably like, oh, this is very traumatic. You know, every <laughs> every time she hears about St. Patrick's Day, she probably starts to get the shakes. Oh, my God. I'll tell you, I have such memories. Now that you, you got me going on this thing, uh, my mind does come to life. 
going back that many years. Oh, okay. Well, tell me about it. What's on your mind? Uh, the, the one thing that uh, we had, let's see, one, we had one huge room that had uh, drawn pictures, uh, not a, a cloth was hanging, dividing the room in half. One half of it was my mother's uh, private sleeping area. Uh-huh. And the other area was we sat and ate dinners and, you know, stuff like that. Oh, okay. So basically, if... Uh, and if- my sister was born in uh, one room way adjacent to that was just nothing but four walls. Oh, my God. So... And, and there was a little, uh, I don't know what it was, like a crib. Okay. So and my sister was in there. So basically, if my if grandma told you to go to your room, you just basically have to take one step. Yeah, right. <laughs> it, it just weird, and then had a window opening toward the street. Oh, okay. So you know, go to your room. You take one step. Go outside. You go out the window. Yeah, right. <laughs> Oh man, that was weird life out there, you know, American life. And what the, what I was born in, it was like a night and day different. Oh yeah, I mean, it's still very, very. I'm sure anybody even nowadays, going from that place to this place, they'd be like, "This is unbelievable." Oh yeah. my God. Well, I am here, and it is what it is. Yes, <laughs> it is what it is. Um, let's see here. Sarah, who sent you the card, says, happy birthday. Oh, that's awesome card. She awesome says, card, she, says uh, she wants to know what your favorite ice cream flavor is. Ice cream? Yeah. Uh, well, I, I really, uh, oh, the type of ice, about a pecan was my favorite. Oh, yeah. My favorite. Okay, so maybe we can have that, you know? Give you a little insulin in one arm and then, uh, Little ice cream, uh, pecan, oh, butter, butter, pecan on the other hand. Aha. Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> uh, uh, Allison writes, happy birthday, meathead. You must be doing something right to make it to 89 and still be so active and handsome, she writes. That's very sweet. Well, thank you so much. Bless She's, your heart. Indeed. She says, do you have any healthy living tips for us youngsters? Well, no, not really. I mean, the thought never occurred to me that uh, I could. Fortunately, I have a lot of them. What do you have? <laughs> he says, fortunately for you, I have a lot of them. Oh, uh, yeah. Fortunately yeah. for me, Thank- she has a lot of those things. Thank God she has all the healthy living tips because yes. you probably only would have made it to about 45 years old. <laughs> Maybe 30. <laughs> Oh, yeah. My dad lived long enough, and none of us would be alive. Oh, yeah. Well, he was kind of hyper, but, uh, I mean, I he think. He wasn't hyper. He was a military dude. Oh, okay. I know that. Something you... about him, I don't remember. I know that you and I are very similar, that we both are very aware that our wives take care of us. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> I mean, yes. I, I feel the same way. I married an angel. Oh, yeah. God bless him. You know, um, okay. Well, uh, Hey dad, I have a special question from someone that, um, you know, from many, many years ago. And, uh, 
This person's name is Maria Zaitunian. <laughs> and she uh, she asks, how does it feel, uh, Rob, to be 89? And then uh, she asks, what is the one thing you regret not doing when you were younger? I actually don't regret anything that I did. Oh, yeah. The reason is I still do the same kind of things. You know, not quite to that category. Yeah. But uh, I lost my lo- my thought. Oh. But uh, I, I just love my life. Yeah, yeah. Do you regret, though, maybe there was a couple isolated things? Like I remember one time we were up north during the drought. And uh, you started shooting off fireworks, and the park ranger was screaming at you. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We kept running away somewhere else, hiding. When he's gone, we do it again. Oh, yeah. He's trying to keep the place from the forest from burning down, and you're shooting Roman candles into the woods. Yes. And that's a, that was definitely a no no. These guys would really oh, yeah. get you. Yep, yep. All right. Uh, let's see. We have a question about birthday traditions from Matt. I think we've covered that before. A lot of people saying happy birthday. That's all good. Now, Dad, are you aware that we're going to have the big corned beef celebration on Friday? Yes, I'm aware of it. Okay. And you're the cook. Oh, no, I'm not the cook. Oh, who's the cook? Uh, Mike is the cook. Yes, that is your uh, your beloved son-in-law, Mike. Uh, I don't know about his cooking. No, he's a good cook. Oh, come on. Oh, he's a good cook. Oh, that's that's crazy. Yeah. He's the best. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he is. You wait. Yeah, you he wait. is. I had to think about it, you know. Oh, yeah. I I know. I know how it is. Uh, but like you said earlier in the show, I wrote it down. You wrote, hey, the more you talk, my mind comes to life. <laughs> yes. Because this is too early to start thinking what I want to say. No, I got you. That's... That's why I, uh, I I talk to you the way I do because I know after you get warmed up you're gonna be like a <laughs> a fountain of information. Oh my God! Um, Jesse has a question. He says, "My wife and kids they want us to get a second dog," and he says, "I know I'll love the puppy, but I know I will end up providing all the care." So he's worried about having to do all the work. He said, "Should I get the puppy?" Well, I myself was a type of a person that would only want one dog at a time. Uh, it really is. Uh, I mean, if you you want to be comforting <laughs> a dog uh, or educating the dog to become, uh, uh, I mean, listen to you and follow you and whatnot, I think one dog is more than adequate. However, it's a uh, companion for the uh, you know one dog as a com- companion that's a good thing yeah, too well that's the best uh, but yeah. unfortunately if you have a male and a female uh, rest assured that you're going to be having another dog oh yeah well unless you get them fixed well yeah you can do that so uh, I guess the takeaway here is if you get a male and a female you're going to have a third dog <laughs> yeah right and, I, you know, it's funny. The way you describe it, I've never really heard someone um, uh, describe the dynamic of having the dog in the household as having to comfort or educate the dog. Well, yeah, you got to educate the dog. Well, I, I think... I mean, every time you use the word no, 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 you know, that's got to mean something. That dog's getting an education. 
Yeah. I'm with so, you. Got to teach him English. <laughs> right. <laughs> teach the dog English. That's great. Okay. Very- hey, we came for uh, yesterday. We were visiting. Uh, where were we visiting, Joanne? Joyce, this is a friend of Joanne. Oh, yeah, I know She's Joyce. A friend, really a sweet lady. Uh, that she has a dog that I have actually watched that thing grow. It's a tiny little dog. But now she that dog is totally blind. Oh, well, okay. So, and deaf. So you don't like it when the dog ha- is reaching end of life? Well, no, I, I, that's... Uh, I mean, that's just a human being going blind totally. How does a human feel? The dog feels the same way. Well, yeah, I know. But, but this guy, he walks, uh, boom, onto the wall. Yeah, Walk, yeah. Falls out. Yeah, it's got it. And that's just, and then you don't dare think of, let's put it down. But this dog is so beautiful. Yeah, it's it's tough. That is uh, that is definitely a reality. Yeah, um, you know, I pick him up in my arms. It's not a huge dog. It's a little dog. Yeah, I like yeah. little dogs. That is the one drawback of this. Yeah, You're, but, you, uh, you, well, you, you, have, you have a dog. Well, yeah, I have four. In fact, I'm encouraging yeah. Jesse to get... Well, that one used to come and sit on in my chair. Yeah, and, uh, and they, they still love you very much, and I, I do... I mean, can you believe the dog knowing that he's going to love you? I know that's that's the best part of it. So to me, that always outweighs the ultimate sadness that you will have for a period sure. of time. Sure, I agree, hundred uh, percent. It's still worth it in my eyes. Not everybody feels that way, but so Jesse, I suggest you get like ten dogs. Is what I'm telling you. Oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> you going crazy? Dogs backwards, Did you hear that? What did she say? A dog spells backward means God. Oh, what it it does? You know, I I I have heard that. I actually have heard that. Um, all right. Let's see. Nick writes, uh, "What's something that shocked the heck out of you? Something you never uh, thought you'd see in your life?" He says, "You've seen a lot during your life. Does something it's uh, stick in your brain that's shocked you?" Like, oh, my God, what am I looking at right now? Was it maybe the birth of your kids? Was it maybe something in Iran when you, uh, I don't know, when something happened? Or does, does something stand out in your brain as shocking? Maybe. Um, I'm trying to think, honey. I, I really. Um, well, my dad would be one thing. Oh, yeah. He was a little He was a little bit out there. He was a little, uh, little, uh, little strange. Um. Uh, yeah, my dad was. You didn't fool around with him. Yeah, yeah, no, and and we've definitely, even as a little child, I had the fear. Yeah, we definitely covered that before. But then again, his death really shocked me. Yeah, yeah, that's that. that maybe, maybe, maybe it's best we we uh, not go down that road. You know, because that was no. tra- that was very traumatic for you. Oh, very traumatic. Um, Aram has a question. He says, dear meathead, um, Eric's son-in-law, Jesse, that would be my son-in-law, um, does not want a new car. He wants to drive the old car until it just, you know, to save money. And Jackie, she's like, no, let's drive a brand new car. 
Uh, so Justin is trying to be smart, and Jackie says she wants a fancy new car. What do you think is the uh, – because she says this one's going to keep breaking down, and that's and she doesn't know that. But anyway, how do you feel about all that? Well, if she wants a car, is this a family car that she's going to get? Well, yeah. Well, they, they both have cars, but she um, – she wants him to get, get rid of his car, get rid of his old car, and get a new car. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Let's say if that was you, and uh, I bought you a car to drive around, and next car will be your baby to do whatever you want to be doing with it. Well, yeah, but you uh, see, I, I'm not going to buy you another car. He um he has a car that's fine. It's older, but it runs fine. It occasionally needs some maintenance. That costs a little bit of money. But she's like, oh, no way. Get rid of that junk thing and then get a nice one and then I'll drive it. So she basically is trying to make it about her. Well, it really is an individual feeling, father, uh, the child. And it's just, the car is a car to do one thing. Yeah, that, that's what we're talking about. Her and her husband. Yeah, well, oh, okay. To get you from one area to another area. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what the purpose of a car is. Yes. Justin's car. So, depending on all the fails and uh, great stuff about it, that's, I don't know. Yeah. I have never had put anything into a car being a fancy well, and this and that. As long yeah. as it's a nice vehicle. To get me from an area to another area and doesn't break down or nothing, I'm happy with it. That's that. what I what I've always felt, and I tried to explain that to her that it's a lot of money every month for a new car. Yeah, that's ridiculous. But uh, I mean, yeah. a new car. You know what it costs? Yeah, I know it. I was telling her. I go, you could have. I said to her, I go, if a new car costs, let's say, five hundred bucks a month or or whatever, even if it's four hundred, you know, you over the two or three years, that's a down payment for a house. That's right. Now, does she want you to make the payment? Uh, no. no, 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 no. No, uh, she the husband buys it. Uh, well, they they since they're married, they would pay for the yeah. car. But I mean, they're they're a new couple starting now. They don't. I mean, uh, well, why create the expense, a monthly expense, when you don't really need it? You know, I mean, live. Yeah. With, it's it's basically living within your means, being frugal with your money. Right. Yeah. Right. It's not a question of frugality. It's a question of what else can come up in your family or in your life that's going to require some money. Now, I think the best thing in my life is if you got a vehicle that's a dependable vehicle and all that, still stay with that and put the money in the bank. Yeah. Other things that's coming up in life. Exactly. That's just a car. I know it. And the thing is, that's a, I always say that. I never do it, but... uh. That's that's what you're supposed to do, you know? But it's sure. it's tough because you want to buy stuff. You know, in reality, if you want to think about it, American kids are spoiled as all hell. Oh, my God, yes. Compared to what you had, I mean, all you oh, yeah, all you had was a, was a curtain for a bedroom. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a curtain divided the room in half. Yeah, go to your room and you just, you know, you... And you, you go to the next... <laughs> Move, move out. Right. Lift or lift or something and get on the other side. She's like, I can still see your feet. Go back further. Oh, God. 
these kids don't know what the hell they do. They don't yeah. what they've missed. Well, they just missed it. I mean, looking at our life, it, oh my God, yeah. they better be grateful to God they got what they got. Yeah, if you weren't like uh, going uh, two steps into your bedroom, you were getting thrown in a river. Oh, wow, you remember that, huh? Oh, yeah, I know that story. Oh, do you know how big that river was? It was huge. Oh, yeah. And Grandpa was raging like the Hulk, getting ready to throw Uncle Garo into their damn thing. And the water in that river was so powerful, it was taking boulders the size of a car you're and rolling them around, going to some other part of the world. I don't know where. Right. It's gone, yeah. and then you're over across the street giving the cops silverware. <laughs> no, I didn't do that. My mom did that. Oh, whatever. Um, oh, well, yeah, occasionally I carry it out. And she's like, all right, the cops need some knives and forks. Get it, Ruben, get over there. No, they come to us. They, they always came to the house. Um, Chris writes, I uh, I had Eric's uh, meatball recipe over the weekend that Eric makes. They're really good. And he says, and then while I was blending the raw meat, I, I almost had a snack. So he's, oh, got, yeah, yeah, he's got the raw hamburger and the sausage in one hand. Yeah. He's making a meatball. He said he thought of you about how you like to eat those like donuts. Oh, I, I would love that. Oh, I, I still would do that. If they let me, I will. Okay. So, so you're, you're telling me that if Joanne leaves the room Friday and I give and you... Meat out there, yeah. And, and I give you a nice, delicious plate of uh, uh, ground round, you're going to dig in like it's a, uh, a bowl full of chips. I won't wait for the plate. I'll be taking a handful of Yeah, you're going to eat it like you're bobbing for apples. Yeah. That's uh, great. All right. Uh, that he well, also, I haven't done that in years. So Right on. He says, thanks to you and Joanne for being such a admirable and wonderful couple. I love hearing you on Wednesday morning. Chris writes. So that's that's so sweet. God bless you. Um, Let's see. Nathan writes, and I think this might be our last question. My son's hair is long enough that it's down to his shoulders. What do you think of that? He looks, you know, he's got long hair. Don't call him Mary. So... (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Mary. Come on in. (laughs) And then he says, he asks if you let your boys have long hair. Oh, I don't think so. No? No. What about Tom Alexander, longtime um, uh, family member slash friend? His hair was down to his back. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't understand that. Yeah, you. I mean, hell, we were judging him, but he turned out to be a great guy. Well, that's got nothing to do with it, but... but a man is a man. Oh, okay. I see. You want to be a woman? Well, then that's another issue. Oh, okay. I got you. It's all about that thing. So, why do might... you make yourself, what, you can be a clown? Yeah, so dudes should not be looking like chicks is what you're saying. No. All right. I got you. All right. Uh, men, uh, in fact, I'm just writing this down. A man is a man. Uh you asked uh, earlier, you said it's not a question of frugality. And then uh, more words of wisdom. A car is a car. A car gets you from one area to another. Yeah. You talked about teaching English to the dog. 
<laughs> and well, of course, that's impossible. Well, know? yeah, I know. You were talking but about... the dogs? Hey, they listen to you. Yeah, well, yeah, you were talking about um, uh, educating the dog. Yes. <laughs> and uh, let's see. And then uh, one of the first things you said today, words of wisdom, the more Eric talks, the more my mind comes to life. It does. It's uh, bringing things up. I know. That's why I do it. it it's it's special. So you're just awesome, honey. Well, okay. Here we go. I will be at Stong's house by noon with <laughs> with right. some of this bunch. We can only stay. I have a dry. I have a get out time of three thirty. I have to be out hey, by three thirty. What are you driving there? The big thing? no, sir. No, sir. Driving an automobile. Uh, oh, are you coming with the auto? Uh, with the car, yes, sir. And then, because we can't stay that long just because I've got a commitment in the evening uh, way oh, on the other side of the state. So I, I've got a, uh, I've got to do that. Uh, you know, honey, I really appreciate what you're doing. Oh, we can't wait. Are you kidding me? We wouldn't miss it for the world. I mean that. I remember the one the last time. What a cooking you did. Well, that was wonderful. That was the that was the shish kebab. We're gonna do that this summer, but this is the corned beef celebration. Well, that's okay. That's great. That's that's Mike's though. Mike's the one who's in charge of that. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Okay, guys. Well, everyone loves you. And again, happy birthday, and we'll see you in uh, two days. Less All than right. less Audience, than. Audience, thanks ever so much for spending your time with me, and uh, God bless you and your family. And I shall see you hopefully very soon. Not in heaven either. No, no, you're not going to die. <laughs> two days, two days and two hours and 30 minutes. All right. Okay, much love. Goodbye, Joanne. Love Bye. you. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. See you guys. Bye-bye. Here we go. How, how sweet was that? That was an extra extended long edition of Dear Meathead. Never a letdown. Never, ever a letdown. Unbelievable. How much fun was that? My gosh. Florida Man 814 says, ha, ha, ha. That's why we listen. To get our minds ready for the workday. Quote, see you soon. Not in heaven, though. Dad's take on gender. A man is a man. Yeah, that's 89 years old, you know. My God. Uh, Jesse says $600 for a car used to be a mortgage. Yeah, I know. Isn't that crazy? I remember the first house I had. It's a thousand square foot house in Midland, Michigan. It's beautiful. I love that house so much. Wait till you see this starter home. I still wish I had that home. I love this house so much. Oh my God. Okay, we're going to street view on this deal. Look at that. Look at how cute that is. The see uh, um this dude here with all this this bushes. 
way overgrown. He, I remember when he installed all this shit, this dude next door to us. And all the houses look the same, by the way. They just have the, um, they're just flipped. So this, this house has this, this thing going here and the uh, opposite here. They're all the same. This was my first house. It didn't have all this um, bushes and stuff. I had nothing. I ripped it all out when I moved in. God, I love that house. I want it, man. I, I'm always looking at it. And I'm always like wanting to buy it back. And I think now, um, like it's like what like twice what it was when I when I purchased more than I bought that house for like sixty eight thousand dollars. That was a sweet ass house, man. It didn't have this porch or anything. These fuckers added this porch to it. This is where I had my, my first kid, uh, where I, uh, Jim was born and Jack was born. Life was so much simpler. Holy crap. Oh my God. It takes me back. I want to go back and do it all over. That's um this neighbor right here. This guy right here, his name's Ken. He still lives there. Fucker. He's a dude. Remember that story I told you about the time when the Lions lost the uh, football game? And I was destroying shit in my garage with a golf club because I was so pissed. It happened in this garage right here. I went out the back door, which you can't see. And uh, went into this garage. And and then Ken comes out of this house. He walks in front of his garage. We had, you could just walk right into my, my backyard. He walks through the backyard here. And he's standing right here where the cursor is. And I hear, what are you doing, man? Oh, I go, hey, what's up, Ken? Oh, yeah, just uh, hanging out, destroying my shit. I remember there was a fish tank in there. that was just sitting in there empty. And I, like, fucking destroyed the fish tank, having this real hardcore rage out moment. Never spoke with him again, ever. And then I, uh, I put a renter in that house and I moved and, uh, I went to work in Detroit on the radio and then that dried up after about six months and I moved back and then the renters, um, fucking, uh, lease ran out. So I moved back into the house. I go, hey, Ken, what's up, buddy? And he's like, he doesn't even want to talk to me. He never spoke to me again, I'm telling you. So crazy. Jesus. Good times. Good times. Kyle says, was this in Midland? Yep, that's that's in Midland. That is on a street called Wallen. W-A-L-L-E-N. Um, just off of, uh, I think it's Ashman. There's a, there's a church right there called Blessed Sacrament Catholic Church just down a street. I know you're from there. O'Neill has to take a leak. He's crying. So don't go anywhere. And I got to take a leak. This might be take a little longer than normal. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. That dog bounded out the door. And he must have peed for like two and a half minutes. 
Holy cow. Uh, by the way, Daisy spent the day yesterday limping. She did something. I think she got in a fight with O'Neal over that chocolate chip cookie. Something happened. When I got home from the hockey game on Monday night, Monday night? I don't know. Whatever. Uh, whatever day it was. She was limping all over. Thank God I have a fucking pharmacy of veterinarian medicines here. So I gave her some type of dog anti-inflammatory pain pill. Take it easy. Now, she's in some pain. So when I let her outside yesterday, she takes one step out, goes down the steps, turns around, realizes it's painful, looks at me. I have to pick her up. And then she comes right back inside. So she goes outside for one step, comes back inside, and then goes to the bathroom in the house. She's like, no, when I have pain and discomfort, I am not supposed to go outside to do my business. I am supposed to go in the house and urinate and crap on the rug. So that's what you're supposed to do. So uh, today I woke up and that's the way it was. And I was very happy with that. I was like, that shows me that you are taking it easy if you take a shit right on the rug and pee there too. Um, and then I don't know if it was the chocolate chip cookie, but the feces did not resemble any type of Tootsie Roll uh, at all. No, it was, um, you know, like basically dumping an entire container of uh, a Jello pudding on the floor. Uh, picking it up is ridiculous. And um, the amount of material that is still on the carpet after you pick it up is it's like the worst thing ever. Uh, then you have to go ahead and, uh, you know, get the carpet extractor and clean it. And then, uh, the brushes on the extractor that spin are now coated with shit. So the extractor has to go into this like, uh, uh, parking spot it's a plastic thing you put it in and you pour water in the plastic thing it's a tray and then you uh turn on the the carpet machine and it, it, it washes the shit water off of the shit off of the brushes it's remarkable kyle with a terrific uh observation i see when daisy when daisy shits in the house it's cute when the nfk does it it's disgusting um yeah, yeah, there is a, a real thing, as we've heard from my dad when it comes to dog education. Uh, it's a dog, a dog doing it is different. Getting his feces outside of the toilet, his ability to do that is is, is too much. Um, Blue State Rob says you could have used the carpet extractor on his suit for the wedding. Well, okay, that's a stupid thing to say because first of all, the suit was in the hands of this now traumatized soul named Gary at the men's warehouse who can you believe how fucked up that guy's life is now? Actually, not even Gary. Gary was secondary. It was the, the lady, the tailor. She gets the order for the, the pants are there to tailor and she had to 
use the scissors to actually cut through shit to tailor the pants. She's wearing gloves and a mask, tailoring shit pants. And then I get the phone call from Gary. I'm like, I was just there. He goes, yeah, uh, you're going to have to come get these pants. Why? Well, they're here. They're, they're tailored, but, um, now there, there was feces in them like a lot. It wasn't like a, a bit. It was like a whole bowel movement was in the pants. I was like, what? Yes. And then he uh, made sure to impress upon me the uh, the code, the clothing code or suit code that when I get them cleaned, I have to disclose this information to the chick at the cleaners. I'm only giving you an abridged version of it. Rob says this is the greatest story this show will ever see, and that's exactly right. We can always go. When in, on a slow day, I could just tell you the entire men's warehouse saga. I'll never forget the look on the face of that lady. You know, she had the kind of look on her face of like, um, you know, any, any movie that features an ins- inspirational scene, maybe like Braveheart or uh, the movie Miracle when the coach is talking to the players. Her response was that of a motivated soul. We can do it. When I explained to her that there's feces in this pair of pants. And I'm warning you, can you clean them? I'm warning you and asking you, can you clean them? She paused and she looked at me like I'm looking at you now. Nodded and spoke. We can. I'm like, well, that's why you're a great American. She goes, I want to thank you for pointing this out to us. We've had it happen where people don't. And then we shake them out. And and the, the poop fl- actually is flung out of the pants. Just poop flinging. It lands on various people and equipment and children. Tyler says, great moments are made from great opportunity these feces filled pants are a great opportunity we shut them down because we can nine out of ten times they might beat us but not today not tonight tonight We skate with them and we shut them down because we can. Now go out there and take it. And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She starts cleaning the pants. I'm like, yeah, go get them. It's incredible. Lucy and Rob says she has to watch Kurt Russell scream about beating the Russians every day before work now. Nine out of ten times, these pants won't be cleaned. But not this time. Not today. I gotta see it now. 
Let me just get through this Priceline commercial. I'm so excited to see this. All right. Uh, in my mind, it starts with like a rat-a-tat-tat, patriotic snare drum, musical score. As the U.S. getting ready to play Russia, the boys are heating up their coho wood-bladed sticks to put a little curve on them. The one guy's like throwing up. They're thinking they're going to get the fuck beat out of them. But it's a speech by Herbie. This can be applied to the late... That's a Ruzioni, the guy who played a Ruzioni. This can be applied to the lady at the cleaners. There's this snare drum creeps in. See, all these thoughts are jumbled. They have, they have no idea if they're going to win or not. They don't know what to do. They're, they need someone to galvanize them. This is the dude who played the uh, part of Jim Craig, the goalie, who went on to have a horrible NHL career. This was it. All right. Here's the coach. No internet. No. He's just leafing through his notes. Very bare office there in Lake Placid, New York. Looking at his lineup card. There you go. That's who's starting the game. Looks at the time. It's time to go. It is time to go. Blue State Rob says the Ukrainians probably play this game, this scene before every battle. All right. Brooksy's ready. In my opinion, this is the greatest acting performance that's ever, ever taken place. I watched this shit when I got to like mow the lawn. I need to, I need to really buckle down and do my, my chores. All these guys come from colleges like uh, Minnesota. I think it was three states. Massachusetts, Minnesota, and Wisconsin. Every, everybody in Michigan's always like, oh, man, Michigan's the greatest hockey state. You're full of shit. Are you fucking nuts? Minnesota is the greatest, is the state of hockey. And I live in Michigan. The reason why we beat the Russians was because of the Minnesota hockey players. Here we go. Great moments are born from great opportunity. And that's what you have here tonight, boys. Boys. That's what you've earned here tonight. Boys. one game if we played them 10 times they might win nine but not this game not tonight tonight we skate with them tonight we stay with them and we shut them down because we can 
Tonight, we are the greatest hockey team in the world. Yes, that score comes in at the perfect time. It's the music. Look at you see? Now, if you notice, if you notice, in the earlier portion of this scene, you got the idea that their thoughts were all everywhere. They're looking around and kind of nervous, but now all eyes are on Brooks. You see, it's hyper fucking focused. We're born to be hockey players. Every one of you. And you were meant to be here tonight. This is your time. Paradiddle, paradiddle. Is done. It's over. I'm sick and tired of hearing about what a great hockey team the Soviets have. Screw them. This is your time. Now go out there and take it. Oh, 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 oh. Ah! It is walk out. Let's go, Rizzo. This is when hockey was better at this time. It's it's not as good now. In my opinion. Look at all the telegrams. I've probably watched this about 10 times on this show over the years. was fun Cole says asshole of the day the Soviets uh, Tyler says I'm sick and tired of hearing about the NFK and his potent feces screw them now go out there and clean these pants So true. Kyle says, is this better than Bill Pullman's speech in Independence Day? I don't know. It's right up there. That's a good one, too. You know? I like how in that one, uh, the dude who, like, uh, you know, he's he's one of the guys who uh, helps get the planes off the ground. He, like, he throws that hard salute. He puts his hand to his head so hard that it's like he does damage to his forehead. And then he really gets into it. That hard, hard salute. 
So awesome. Um, Maureen asks Kyle Ryan, you missed the shit in the suit story. How could you? It was a topic for days before Jackie's wedding. Yeah, it, uh, it was incredible. I remember that when I got that phone call, I was seated right here when Gary called me and, and right away I was like, I was, I was, I mean, so this is the moment where in real life it's like, I'm, I'm shocked. And then I had a sensation of, oh my God, you are sitting on the story of a lifetime. So I was at first disgusted and angry, but then I was like, Oh my God. No, all I need to do is sit tight and go through the timeline of events a few times in my head. And then we've got gold. And then the rest is history. Some of the greatest stories I've ever told have to do with the NFK. The time when I farted in the car coming over from the ballpark and the fart floated up into the, uh, uh, the jet stream of the air conditioner and, and pushed the fart propelled the fart into the back of the minivan. And Dave was like, Whoa. And then Kevin, uh, he was so grossed out. He had to throw up. But this stupid minivan, this old Mercury, doesn't have a, 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 the window doesn't open. So he's clawing at it like, you know, he's in a fucking Nazi gas chamber trying to get out of the goddamn, get the window open. It's, it's hopeless. Pukes on his pants. He threw up onto his pants. And I, I heard it. I heard, you could hear it leave and then hit his pants. The, the splatter. Dave goes, oh, no. I look in the rearview mirror and I, I see his face fill the rearview mirror. And it's like spittle, like strands coming off his face. And he goes, that fart got to me. Diane goes, Jackie goes, oh, could Kevin puked on his pants? <laughs> Shit. Are you kidding me? What? What just happened? Oh. Jesus. And then I remember telling it on the radio. And I remember Greg saying, uh, um, the fact that his best option was to puke on his pants is incredible. Holy shit. Whew. Fun, 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 fun. Okay. Um, boy, you won't believe this, but this has got to be a, a new record. Um, I've gone two hours of this show and I've done none of my sponsors. So they, they just pile up. So this is a new record. Uh, typically, I feel bad if I have to do more than three. Because it takes time, but I'm, I'm out of time. I, I have to end the show at some point. So this is going to be it. So I'm going to do these damn sponsors. And you're going to listen to every second of them. And you're going to love it. Okay? And if you're listening to the audio podcast, um, you hate freedom 
if you skip these. You you can't because when you skip these, then um, the message is not meeting the opportunity. Great moments were made from great opportunity. We shut them down. Um, so please listen to them. Despite the fact that there's seven of them. And then when I'm done, I'm going to do a live cameo for a nice person who hired me. It's his lovely wife's birthday. And I'm going to do that live for you. One take. I hit it out of the park. It's like it's calling your shot. It's going to be awesome. But first, make sure you buy a t-shirt. They're $22. I'm going hard sell on this batch of uh, ads. It's probably going to take me half an hour to do these ads. The first ad is for me. A closed mouth is a hungry mouth. These are my t-shirt styles. Depending on the day, uh, I have I have different favorites. Like if you click on a Who Needs Radio t-shirt on the style, this is all at ericzaneshow.com when you click merch. Looks like they'll give you 20% off when you sign up for email and text. No thanks. Now, occasionally they'll have sales where they're like 16, 15 bucks. That is not right now. So basically I give them my t-shirts and they decide what I'm pricing them at. It's a fucking racket, but it's the best I can do. And I like the fact that, um, they take care of everything. So in order for the, this to happen, T public takes a cut. But what I love about these damn t-shirts, first of all, the most expensive price you're going to get on a t-shirt is 22 bucks. Now they bend you over on shipping it might be like five bucks or maybe more even now i don't know but that's still dirt cheap for a t-shirt you get to choose all these different colors that is fantastic male style shirt female style shirt you know it's a little bit more appropriate for ladies because they're different you can go with the classic tee or a relaxed fit, extra soft, V-neck, tri-blend, oh, slouchy, curvy, curvy V-neck. So you get all these different choices. But that's not all. No, no. My God. If you want to go with like a, a hoodie, you can get this shit in a hoodie. The hoodies are 39 There's more where that came from. You've got... Um, Long sleeve tees, crew neck tees, baseball shirts, uh, kids tees, kids hoodies, kids long sleeve onesies for a baby. Imagine your little baby in like an Eric Zancho podcast onesie. Give it to someone as a gift. Get a picture of the kid in it and send it my way. Kenny bought the wall art. I think it's like, this is what it is. I've sold 15 pieces of wall art over the years. Thank you. Some of these people hate me who bought them. And they send them back to me. Or they burn them. So that's nice. 
Anyway, that's all there. EricZaneShow.com. Jesse says, I need to get a big fraud Zane shirt. Oh, that's a great idea. Any of you do artwork? So you can put this together for me so I can send it to these people and make the t-shirt? Let me know. Hit me up, eric at ericzaneshow.com. A big fraud shirt would be hilarious. I love that. Uh, thank you to Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV, 616-532-6600. I told you the story about how they made it right with um, my son-in-law, Justin. That's for everybody. That's that's the type of thing that they do for people to make sure that their customers are happy. It happened to be where the vehicle was repaired and then something went wrong. This is how they fixed it. They paid him for the tow. They repaired the other thing that was wrong that for whatever reason wasn't repaired. Maybe it didn't manifest. Maybe this is all just bad timing. I don't know. They didn't care. They just want to make sure that he's happy. Well, we're going to make sure that whatever, um, that, you know, that your experience was as good as possible. We're going to repair what else happened to it. We're going to pay for the tow. And uh, so you don't pay a penny. And um, we're going to give you a credit to make sure that you're happy. Now, that's intensely awesome. 616-532-6600. That's the type of uh, specialized, appropriate service they have with their customers to make sure that they are happy. They're so much better at business than I am. Me, if a customer comes back, I kind of just tell them to shut up. That's not true. I can't even get behind that. You know, I've had people that have had some issues with Patreon recently, and I, I want to make sure that they're happy with, which, by the way, Chris K., what's going on with that? Do they ever charge you? If they have, you know I'm giving you your money back. Anyway, 616-532-6600 for Irvine's. Friday is the St. Patrick's Day extravaganza at Bosco's Pub. They open at 4. There's a drink that they created called an angry leprechaun. It sounds something like a sex maneuver called an angry dragon. But you can get the angry leprechaun drink at Bosco's Pub. And um, perfect for Lent on Friday, they're adding more meat to the menu. Um, You will be enjoying the Reuben sandwich. There's only like 15 Catholics in Hudsonville anyway, so they don't care. So there you go. Bosco's Pub. I'll be there Friday. Come see me and I will walk out. I will make you your food. I'm the assistant to the assistant on Friday. Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505. A great place to um, get your mortgage. Okay. From anywhere in the U.S. except South Carolina, Maine, Alaska, and Hawaii. Thank you, Van Dyke Mortgage. Call them at 231-332-6505. Advertise with me. You want to know how it works? Send me an email. TCPaintballGR.com. Book an event at TC Paintball. We are going on April 16th. This is a reschedule from last month, from March. Um, Well, we were supposed to do this this most recent Sunday. That fell through. We're now booked for uh, Sunday, April 16th. 
I will see you there. Reach out to me if you want to participate. Eric at EricZaneShow.com. Otherwise, book an event and have a great time at TC Paintball. Kent County Health Department wants to remind you to bang on their door if you need any information about the WIC program. Helping keep people, vulnerable people in the community fed. This might not be you, but it could be someone you know or love. Someone that goes to school with your kid. Maybe you work in the school and you know about a family that's a little bit uh, having an issue of some point, uh, of some type. You can help them out by pointing them in the right direction of the Kent County Health Department. 616-632-7200 or accesskent.com slash health. The WIC program keeps families uh, fed. I almost said Fred. Sarah Honda Granville. Buy a car there. That's where we buy our cars. I've been buying cars there since 2006. They're awesome. The cars they sell last longer than other cars. That's awesome. S-E-R-R-A Honda Granville.com on Kenowa, just a little bit north of 44th, next to the Cracker Barrel. Now, the way carbine works these days, you go test drive that fucker. Uh, and whatever one you like, you then buy it. You get it in a couple of weeks. You don't get it right then. Thanks. Blame the pandemic. I don't know. That's what I'm told. <coughs> Excuse me. They do have Michigan's large, uh, largest selection of certified pre-owned cars available right now, though. Uh, and you can drive out on a uh, in a certified pre-owned car today uh, from the biggest selection in the entire state of Michigan. Batting last in the order is A&E Heating and Cooling. Joe Martinez. Tu madre es una puta. That's right. That means call for a special deal. Tu madre es una puta. That means you're... Your customer satisfaction is number one with A&E heating and cooling. That means where your satisfaction is top priority. Save big with A&E heating and cooling. No, that does not mean suck my dick with your butt. That means Call for fast service. Come mis nalgas cuando yo estoy cagando, cabrón. No, no, no. That's not eat my ass while I'm shitting. That's 616. Uh, God, I forgot the number because I'm too busy being stupid. 516-8579 today. I can promise you he's laughing. Zane... Doesn't he get pissed off when when you do those ads? No, he loves that. That's what he wants to tell you if you wake him up at 2 in the morning and turn your fucking furnace on. He'll do it, but he's probably going to call you a dumb dick because you forgot to change your fucking filter, stupid asshole. All right. Let's do a live cameo. And then we'll do the asshole of the day. Now, if this person listens, like with your wife, shut it off now. I don't want it to be a spoiler. I'm about to go in three, two, one. Request for Becky. 
something special. She is a great mother and wife. She always puts everyone else first. She is a sucker for three-legged dogs. Becky's celebrating a birthday on March 20. Becky's turning 43. I won't mention that. What are you doing for the birthday? It asks. Whatever she wants. Cheesecake Factory is a strong possibility. While I'm getting ready to start, Joe Martinez says, Eric Zane, have you changed your filter? I did it last week. I got it saved in my phone. Change filter. Because Joe had to come to my house once. And he's like, uh, the machine was like, it was angry because the filter had so much shit in it that it no longer was allowing air to pass through. So it was like a sail. So then when the blower would turn on, it would hit this, what used to be a, uh, Joe says, and you called me after hours too. Yes, I did do that. He had to come to my house to pull the fucking filter out. The air, when the blower turns on, hits the filter and is now, it's it's pushing it into the uh, rest of the body of the blower. During the vortex call, cold on a Sunday. He remembers it vividly. So when he yanked the fucking thing out, it was all mutilated and ripped and there's dog hair and shit in it. And, he, and the, the machine doesn't like that. So it shuts it down. It's a safety feature. That's all I had to do was put a filter in. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. I did that to you. Thank you for being gentle. Pete la chingada, cabrón. Yeah, I know. Come mis nalgas cuando yo estoy cagando, cabrón. Right, right, right. I will eat your ass while you're shitting. I said, you want anything to drink, Joe? Come chingo de cagada. He said, eat tons of shit. I go, hey, I'm really sorry that I got you out here at uh, on Sunday morning and it's 15 below zero. Lame me palo con tu culo. Uh, that's not necessary. Suck my dick with your butt. Joe says it's okay. I paid you back on the sump pump. You fuck. That story's got to happen soon again. I got to revisit that one. Let's record this cameo for this nice lady who's celebrating a birthday. And Kevin hired me to wish her a happy birthday. Before I do that, I got to turn off this uh, this heater. You can't hear it, but the phone will pick it up. You know, we'll get to the asshole of the day. Brought to you by TC Paintball. A little bit longer today. You know, I had to take a longer break to let O'Neill out. So, it's, and I started a couple minutes late. So it's only right. You know. <laughs> drink the dogs snoring will be picked up on this and make sure to point that out people love seeing the dogs on these all right cheese uh, cake factory that's a strong option 
I like that. Great mother and wife. I wish I knew the ages of the kids. That's okay. Here we go. So this is how it looks on my end. It's just the camera turning at me. You hit the red button. Once I'm done, it's going to send it to dude. And then he plays it for his lovely wife. Three, two. Hello. Okay. Becky, I hope you know who I am. I'm not going to take that for granted, but your uh, husband, Kevin, um, and your son, Nolan, reached out to me. And they're like, we need mom to have a fun birthday announcement so in case you don't know my name is eric zane i used to do a radio show forever ago and now i do a podcast and kevin here listens to it i don't know nolan's age so i hope that nolan doesn't listen to it if he's young because i oftentimes say nasty words now i'm not gonna say nasty words on this because again nolan might see this so that's a very smart move on my part and i'm not looking for credit but i just gave it to myself you may hear in this cameo birthday announcement for you happy birthday uh snoring It's not because I'm boring. That's impossible. It's because Daisy over there, the English bulldog, is snoring next to Bruce. It's a miracle Bruce doesn't wake up. It doesn't seem to bother him. But they wish you a happy birthday as well. This is O'Neal. He's crashed out on the floor. Also wishing you a happy birthday, which comes up March 20. I'm recording this a couple days before, but it's birthday month for you, and that's what it should be. Okay, this guy, Kevin who hired me to do this, seems to have his act in order, okay? Because typically, a dude will reach out to me like one minute before the special person's birthday, you, and say, hey, you got to save me. I screwed up and messes up and I'm late. Not so with Kevin. He did this well in advance. This gentleman is preparing a wonderful, wonderful engagement for you to celebrate your birthday. First of all, he points out how wonderful of a uh, mother and wife you are. Okay, so that is sweet. He says you always put everyone else first. That's a winner in my book. And uh, points out that you are a sucker for three-legged dogs. So you must have like adopted a dog or something like that and brought it into your home. I love that. And so off you go. You're getting ready to celebrate this birthday. And then the little platform here, Cameo asks, what are you doing for the birthday? Kevin tipped me off that it's whatever you want. Again, this guy, Kevin, is a winner here. Okay, Becky? Um, He points out the Cheesecake Factory is a strong possibility. Okay, this is good. Now, this is what I want you to do when you go there. Because if you go there, this is birthday month. So we're talking... Uh, several apps, lots of booze. If you drink, um, you know, you need to spend like seven or eight hours there. You got to get two, possibly three, four or five meals in. Um, yeah. I mean, really, um, make Kevin don't ask her if she's ready to go. She's going to let you know when she's ready to go, when she's ready to go. So you just go there and all you got to do is keep feeding her drinks, feeding her food. She doesn't have to do shit. I swore. Sorry. On her birthday. Hopefully Nolan's heard that nasty word. I don't know. See, Kevin didn't give me Nolan's age. If he was like over like four or five, I'd be swearing crazy. But anyway, I want to wish you a happy birthday. You sound fantastic and uh, happy birthday to you. And um, may you have many more. 
And uh, yeah, lots of love from me and the pooches and the audience because I'm doing my show live right now. And so this is all happening as part of this podcast. So thank you so much. Please tell Beck, uh, please tell Kevin Becky that you you love me so much. You want Kevin to be on the Patreon and sign up for that. Okay, love you. Happy birthday. Bye bye. See? Okay. There it is. Becky, I hope you know who I am. I'm not going to take that for granted. That's how it works. And then I just hit send here, and then off it goes. It's now it's being sent to Kevin. Isn't that wonderful? And I raised the price finally. I was charging 15 bucks. I raised it up to 20. So if you ever want to do that, that's that's how it's going to work. Your asshole of the day. Boy, I don't know. We didn't really get into a lot of the things that I had planned, and that happens from time to time on the show. It just depends on the level of ADHD. Um. Yeah, I don't know if I can make that protester that Avril Levine told to get off the stage. That that protester was very was actually pretty great. Um and and it worked, you know? Um well, yesterday it was Joe Moss. And since that's really the only story we covered was more shenanigans in Ottawa County. Uh I'm going to make it Joe Moss again. And just morons in general in Ottawa County. Let's let's end all libraries. That type of thought process is what I have to deal with in this uh, backwards buttfuck community that I love. Uh, Chris says John Gibbs. Well, maybe, but don't forget Joe Moss brought John Gibbs in. Okay, my friends. That is it. For Joanne, for my dad, for the dogs, and for all of you, I want you to have a great day. Please join me on the Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Eric Zay. And we'll have more fun. There's a lot I gotta talk about. There's some what the fuck moments as Cher has a new boy toy. This is rough. A man is suing over penile implants. Footnote, you're going to find out how penile implants work. Because I've always wondered this. And I've got video from a New South Wales, Australia cemetery brawl. Oh, it's incredible. You're going to love this fight breakdown. That's all on the Patreon, which gets started like within an hour. Why wouldn't you want to check that out? P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Eric Zane. Just shut up for once, quit asking questions, and do it, and then I'll take care of the rest. Have a good one, folks. Till next time. Bye-bye.